Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. CareerBuilder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job, the skills you bring to work. And CareerBuilder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits, jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep? Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. Hey, singles, do you feel like a tourist in your own town? Too busy to enjoy all your city has to offer? Events and Adventures organizes up to 30 unique get-togethers around town each and every month. We do all the work, so you have all the fun. Get started by visiting eventsandadventures.com today. Millions of Americans are getting back to work. CareerBuilder calls it the great rehire. And we want to help you get the best jobs before everyone else. CareerBuilder gives you the competitive edge to get the job you want, at the salary you want, with the benefits you want. We even send job alerts so your perfect job lands right in your inbox. Go to CareerBuilder.com today or get left with whatever jobs are left. Find your next job fast 
at careerbuilder.com. Hey, welcome in. I'm Doug Gottlieb, and you, well, you are listening to All Ball, all basketball, all the time, every week. Uh, I have a guest with me. I give you my thoughts. I give you my, my dreams, my aspirations. And today we're coming to you on a Thursday. It's the day after the Toronto Raptors whooped up on the Golden State Warriors. They've taken a three games to two lead. And of course, as you probably already know, guessing, maybe. Um, Kevin Durant is out for game four. Clay Thompson's supposed to be back for game four. My, my biggest concern, and maybe this is because when I got to be 30 years old, maybe it was like 32, 33, I remember playing and I had never been hurt. I have guys on my radio show, which you can listen to daily from 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific. I have guys on my radio show that are always like, well, you were an athlete, you were hurt. Like, literally, knock wood, I've never really been hurt with this as the exception. When I got to my mid, maybe it was 35, when I got to my mid-30s, I got to my mid-30s. Um, all of a sudden, I pulled my hamstring. And, you know, when you're not on a team and you don't have the ability to rehab, you simply feel terrible for a day. Like, you come home and your kids are like, you hurt yourself. Yes, yes, I did. Anyway, so you limp on in, you ice, and then you, you lay off of it, you stretch it. I would do... I, the way I came back was by doing yoga. You start to try and lift with it. And sometimes it takes like a month off. And I, I remember I would get hurt, would take time off. And then I would come back and I would do it again. And the thing about pulling a hamstring is like, it feels at the time, like you ripped it in half, even though all of a sudden, like the strength returns to it and you're fine, like inexplicably. But there's usually like one move or two different bends or twists where it feels like you've had the back of your hamstring actually blown off by a shotgun. And it just comes back. And I can't think that five days later, Clay Thompson will be fine. If they don't have a healthy Clay Thompson, how can they possibly expect to beat the Toronto Raptors? And eventually they think they'll get back Kevin Durant, but if he's not back yet, how can they expect to, to beat the Toronto Raptors? You know, three games to one seems to be the magic number. Oh, bring him back. But, like, if you ha- if your calf hurts that bad still, how do you expect to play? And how do you expect to play well when you haven't played in a game in, like, three weeks? And granted, we're, we're looking at average guy stuff and trying to measure it up against superstar athletes and how their bodies will respond. But they're not matching up with average guys. They're superstar athletes matching up with superstar athletes. So I think I'm ready to call it. I don't think Toronto is better than the Golden State Warriors. I don't think he's better. But you know what I do think? I do think they're healthier. And because they're healthier, they're going to win this series. Now, I, I've, I've heard a couple of people say that there is something disappointing about Steph Curry. Like, if you're saying that, boy, you got, you're just making arguments to make arguments. Maybe this is why I don't have, I haven't been a full-time guy on some of these debate shows. (laughs) Because I listen to the argument of, well, you know, Steph Curry, he's not this, he's not that. Because 
it's not just that he doesn't have Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson, Kevon Looney, right? So that's three starters. There isn't a human being alive that could be competitive with a championship caliber team if you're down three starters. Remember, um, this is essentially what happened to the Cleveland Cavaliers when they lost. Uh, they they had lost earlier in the playoffs. They had lost Kevin Love, and then they lost Kyrie Irving after Game One, and that thing went to six games. And of course, LeBron James was peak LeBron James. But then factor in what you would have to factor in is Tristan Thompson would have had to have been hurt and missed, and then whoever is the second best player in that series, J.R. Smith, would have had to also been injured. And if that was the case, I I don't am playing injured. I give no chance. None. So it's not just that you're losing your two best scores, not named Steph Curry. It's the fact that you're essentially starting three bench players. Because then, as these finals go on, you have to get deeper into your bench. And now you're really dealing with, like, Jacob Evans played last night. Like, damn, I forgot he was on the Warriors. They've been playing. They started Jordan Bell in game one. He didn't even play in Game 2. He hadn't been playing until the end of the Rocket Series, and that was only because of injuries. He'd been so snuggled up with a bone in the doghouse. I I take nothing away from Steph playing magnificently and the team not being good enough around him. What I do think is this really hurts anyone's argument about Draymond and Andre Godala being Hall of Famers. They're great role players and, and love the roles and succeed in the roles in which they play with the Warriors. But but they can't help carry a team when two starters are down or three starters are down? That's not the makings of a Hall of Famer. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. One other thought here on something happening in, um, in college basketball. I love that they're moving the three-point line back. I love that there's a shortened shot clock and an offensive rebound. I think these things are fantastic for the betterment of the game. Fantastic. Uh, but the, the R.J. Hampton thing is weird. Uh, look, we're going to talk about it here with uh, with Rashad Phillips, my, my guest this week. I just, I don't really understand why people are so, do I think college coaches, all of them, prepare you perfectly for the NBA? Like, no. Different styles, different systems. But I also think that college coaches, by and large, have helped raise, promote, nurtured 18 to 22-year-olds. Like, that's what they do. That's what they've done for their professional lives. And there's a different type of coaching and a different type of teaching. And there's little things that need to be refined. And I think so many players need this. Need it. Absolutely, positively needed and um but rj hampton choosing to do so choosing to forego it and go to new zealand like all right i i think they thought out the decision my issue is rj hampton came out after announcing he was going to new zealand and said yeah i actually signed the contract a month ago what is with the dog and pony show and why 
at least play. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fully engage with three schools, Texas Tech and Kansas and Memphis. And I, I think those schools had a little bit of a heads up that this might happen. But having signed a contract, you don't do that. You don't do that in any business. And if we're going to champion his family for helping him make this thoughtful decision, one that values education, how about one that values, it's just simple. You pick up the phone, you call Bill Self. You pick up the phone, you call Penny Hardaway. You pick up the phone, you call Chris Beard. You go, hey, coach, it's been great getting to know you. I hope to continue to keep this relationship. I'm going to try something different. I'm going to go to New Zealand and play for a year and then get ready for the NBA and get ready for the NBA. And they may talk, try and talk to you out of it. They, they may offer up some perspective on why they think it's a good idea, why they think it's not a good idea. But they've been told no before. They can be told no again. I just don't understand how 
somebody's dad doesn't go like, hey, you got to tell these guys. You can't go on national TV and pretend and and pretend like this is a big decision when the decision's already been made three or four weeks ago. But this is the social media thing. Everybody else is wrong except the athlete, except the player. Where they're the ones that are always right. Millions of Americans are getting back to work. Career Builder calls it the great rehire. And we want to help you get the best jobs before everyone else. Career Builder gives you the competitive edge to get the job you want, at the salary you want, with the benefits you want. We even send job alerts so your perfect job lands right in your inbox. Go to careerbuilder.com today or get left with whatever jobs are left. Find your next job fast at careerbuilder.com. CareerBuilder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job, the skills you bring to work. And CareerBuilder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits, jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep? Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. CareerBuilder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job, the skills you bring to work. And CareerBuilder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits, jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep? Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. Let's welcome in Rashad Phillips. Of course, he has his own media company. He also helps cover the uh, Orlando Magic. You can follow him on Twitter. He's got uh, he's got his own YouTube channel. He was a great player in Detroit, played a ton professionally, and uh, we're going to break down some of the players in this upcoming draft and the NBA Finals. Without further ado, my man Rashad Phillips. Rashad, let, let's start with last night's game. Obviously, it, it's Steph against the world. He was... Uh, he's as good as he can be considering kind of a one man band and you don't have a, t- a ton of space. Did we learn anything at all from last night? Um, we, we actually got to see how good Steph Curry really is by himself. I think, I think he reminded people that he is a dominant offensive force. I, I think we did see that last night to me, Doug reminded me of when Steph was in date was at Davison and, and he had to kind of carry his team. That it was kind of reminiscent of his college days. I've heard people say, "Well, this is what it was like for LeBron last year in the playoffs." It wasn't. Uh, 2015, no. some similarities. No Kyrie, no Kevin Love. But again, then you factor, and then there would be no Tristan Thompson or no, you know, there's right. like no starting like not have Looney. And then you also didn't have right. Andre Godala, uh, a healthy Andre Godala, like right. Um, and it wasn't as top heavy a roster as this roster is. Correct. Uh, I, 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 okay. So let's assume Clay plays game yeah. four, but we don't mm-hmm. know about Kevin Durant. How do you mm-hmm. see the series in that situation? I think Golden State wins that one. Um, I, I just think that he did miss Clay Thompson more than he missed Kevin Durant um, because I, I, I really believe that Steph is more accustomed to playing with somebody who's similar like him on the perimeter as of Kevin Durant is more of an ISO guy. 
um, I don't want to get off subject, but I know Kevin Durant had a 45, 46-point game against Toronto in the regular season, and they lost two. Um, but back to your question, um, I think with Clay out there, and if he's healthy, if he's 90%, I think he gives them a, a better opportunity to win game four because he, you still got to honor him. He still shoots the ball uh, well enough to you have to switch the coverages a lot, and it opens it up for guys like Bogut, and, and Cousins. Cousins was asked to do too much yesterday, and he just kind of looks like he's not in game shape yet. So I think Clay on the floor uh, gives uh, Golden State a better opportunity to win uh, game four. Yeah, you're big on this. This uh, uh, your, your narrative is that Steph's points are more impactful yeah. right, than, than KD's points. Expound on that Correct. if you would. Well, I just I think Steph's points cut deeper is the term I use, and and, and be, because his ability to make shots at certain times where it's just demoralizing to the defense. Uh, I think when when Kevin Durant scores, it's like oh okay, you know, seven foot guy uh, can't block his shot. That's a, I mean he's an alien, but when you have a six foot three guy come down and dance on you and hit a three pointer from from thirty five feet and turn away before it goes in, I think it just it sinks deeper into the soul of the opposing uh, players. And that's why I think that his points are just they're, – they're more impactful. And they're, his three-pointers are almost like dunks. Doug. When they go down, the crowd explodes. Even on the road, he even takes the air out of you or he yeah. pumps the air in, the, in you, depending on where he is. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I kind of think you're hitting the point but missing the point at the same time. Okay. Um, I just think it's basic math that the three is more than two and it's, it's the, the calculation we're kind of, we, we struggled with for a long time as basketball mm-hmm. guys or especially yeah. coaches, you know, is the, yeah. the, Hey, it's actually better to shoot these threes than it is to shoot you know, yeah. mid range twos. And I think they're, they can be more impactful because you can make up points quicker. You just can. And when he hits yeah. two or three in a row and all of a sudden, you know, three trips equals nine points. And then you foul, and the most devastating play, I think, in basketball mm-hmm. is the foul on the three-point shot, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. you feel like, you know, you did everything you could, and you foul a guy. Now, you, you just, it's almost like you feel like an idiot when you're a player, you're doing it. You're just trying to do what your coach told you, which is, you know, do not leave this guy. Lock and trail, or, you know, no, no airspace yeah. at all. And you foul. So I, 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 think it's, I think it's the math to it. Because I, I would say there's a, I would play the other side in that KD mm-hmm. can be ever bit as devastating because he's so good that you can yep. do everything right and have a guy right there and he's just bigger and better than you and he just makes a shot over your best defender and there's an inevitability with his scoring that can be equally devastating. The difference is the math of a guy who can hit you for seven or eight threes as opposed to KD who can make threes, but that's not necessarily what he does best. Right, I, I, and I, I just think that it's the person as well. Like, uh, you know, Livingston points, if he hit three three-pointers, I think his three three-pointers is not equivalent to three three-pointers from Curry. It may sound strange. It may not make sense math-wise. But as a basketball player, if Sean Livingston hits three threes on me and Steph Curry hits three threes on me, it's a little different. It holds, it holds a different weight. 
Dude, when they if, go if John Livingston hits three threes on you, the season should be canceled. I don't believe he's. I, I actually don't. I, I I'm trying to remember when the last time he hit a three was. I, I got to look this thing up while we're guy. talking. No, he's he's a mid range guy, but it's just, it's just the players. Different players carry different weight with their points. Steph Curry's three pointers are more devastating than anybody else's three pointers in the NBA. Period. Now there's other guys that have. Oh, wow. By the way, by the yeah. way, just just to help my point, Sean Livingston has had the most threes he hit an entire season. An entire season was in his eight. third year before he hurt his knee in the NBA. He had five threes in the entire season. That's that's right. kind of remarkable. Like here's a guy who, and again, <laughs> we're we're getting off on tangents. Sean Livingston is. 33, right? He's played yeah. 8, 9, yeah. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 seasons in the NBA, which is crazy. That's he's crazy. hit 13, and he's a, he came in as a point guard. He's mm-hmm. hit 13 threes in his wow. career. In his, so to anybody who says, like, and, and this is, I want to, I want to get, get with you on this one. To anyone who says okay. you have to shoot threes. To play in the NBA today, I give you Sean Livingston, who is thirteen of seventy-three. Uh, that's, that's a point one seven eight three point percentage <laughs> for his entire career, and yet he's a three-time NBA champion and has a chance to be a four-time yeah. NBA champion and has a, a magnificent career. What, what Sean Livingston signifies to me, and I think Steph does as well, and I mm-hmm. talked about this on my radio show. The yeah. difference in those guys and a Kyrie is they actually know who they are, right? Yeah, I saw that. Like, yeah, you, you made a great point on your show. Yes, I watched that. You made so, a great so point. So for people, and, and, and so people, you can listen to my show daily on Fox Sports Radio from 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 mm-hmm. to 3 Pacific, foxsportsradio.com. You can download the, the app. Um, and the idea is just like Kyrie spent this entire season trying to convince us he's a leader. He's not. Correct. He tries Correct. to convince us he's a point guard. He, Correct. He's not. He Correct. tried to convince us, even in the playoffs, like, no, 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 I can really play defense. I'm, I'm a, a great defensive player. Like, yeah. you're not a great defensive player. Like, stop. He kept switching and trying to guard uh, Giannis and Tenacupo. Like, whereas Steph yeah, Curry, right. like, look, Steph's not a great on ball defender. He so, you know what he does? He doesn't guard. He doesn't. He, he ain't. I ain't switching off on these dudes. Hell no. Yeah. You yeah, know, he, Steph, yeah. Steph, is, Steph is not a ball-distributing, you know, point guard. He's not setting no. dudes up. Like, he's just going to – I'm just going to oh, be the is. best Steph Curry I can be. And, and Sean Livingston's an example of that. Like, Sean Livingston's not yeah. a shooter. You know what he's not doing? He ain't shooting jump shots. He's shooting 15 and in. He is deadly. You know, deadly. I can play 20 minutes, give you everything I got, move the ball. Yeah. If I get my little push shot or my mid-range pull-up, I'm going to take it. Otherwise, yeah. I'm good. Um, True pro. True pro. Right, which is a which is a true pro. Okay, so that brings me true to pro. if I'm Brooklyn, do I mm-hmm. actually want Kyrie Irving? Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's a good one because you 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 basically leaving a better team to go to a a less qualified team that's up and coming. So it's like, what do you what are you gonna do with that? What are you gonna do with that? And and and. I don't think that Kyrie wanted to. I don't think he wants to be coached, Doug. I don't think he wants to be coached. I just think Kyrie is a roll the balls out type of guy and let me dance, man. I don't want you. Don't draw up no X's and O's for me. 
just let me hoop. And I think Brad Stevens, I know Brad Stevens personally. He is a coach. He wants to coach players. Kyrie doesn't want to be coached. Bad, it was a bad, bad combination. Doug Gottlieb, uh, Rashad Phillips here on the All Ball Podcast. Okay, so I, I look, I've heard some crazy things. I've heard like the, the, the thing the Boston guys, a couple of Boston guys mm-hmm. have told me yeah. is that, yes, he, he's constantly challenging authority, constantly challenging yeah. being coached. And he's also one of those guys that he's not, he's not an idiot, right? Like, let's not no, act like he's a he smart has, dude. No, he's well, a smart dude. I, I don't know if he's nearly as smart as he gets credit for, right? Like, he's one of those guys that, like, he's intelligent, like, right? But he thinks he's, like, he thinks he's a Mensa member. And so he gets himself into conversations that he really doesn't know how to get out of. Yeah, and, that's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's above and, and, me. And, and, and it's one of those guys, it's like the, it's like the really, really attractive girl who's been told right. she's attractive, and so she walks around like she's a 10. And like, look, she's an 8, and she's, she's eight. not... Right, she's an 8, but she's been told she's a 10. She's a 10, right? the, Her yeah. whole life, she's been told she's a 10. Kyrie's whole life, he's been told that he's like a Mensa member, and so he really thinks it, when the truth is, like, he's, he's a smart guy, but all those Celtics are smart, smart guys, right? Like, yes. yeah. uh, like, uh, like Brown is... Like, like that. That's kind of what they they have. Like Al yes. Horford, smart guy. They're cerebral uh, guys. They're cerebral yes. guys. And so you're walking into a room of intelligent people who are sitting there going, like, this dude doesn't know what he's talking about. And I just, I, I it's, it's going to be fascinating to see if in his next landing spot, and it doesn't appear that he stays there, if he uh, actually yeah, makes I, the team yeah. better. And I'm a huge Kyrie fan. For, in, I like him as a hooper. Yes, he does things that. I like him as a hooper. Rod Strickland's his godfather. That's the last guy I can remember who could, of a point guard who could finish like that. Like, yeah, just, Rod it, Strickland was amazing. Amazing, yeah. but I don't amazing. know if he makes you better. And it's weird that he's gotten to this place where, I, coming into the year, I was told no way he does the LeBron thing because he doesn't like the LeBron noise and nonsense. He's not going that like. But that might actually be the best thing for him. Yeah, but it goes back to your your analogy. It's the I'm a ten, and with LeBron, I'm an eight. Yeah. So, do you go to LA and be an eight, or do you go to Brooklyn and, and carry yourself like a ten? You know, so that's kind of the situation that he's in. You know, in this, I don't know if this term makes sense to a lot of people, but I'm going to say this: Kyrie Irving, to me, I think he's too talented. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. You know what he's, he's he, um, th- this happens this happens in in football, especially in high school okay. and college football, where you have the quarterback that is so talented that they okay. don't th- this is one of the reasons I think some athletic quarterbacks um, even the Johnny yeah, Manzels of the world, like Johnny obviously the off the field stuff, but he yeah. was so physically gifted and so brazen yeah, that he didn't. He never had to. He never had to sit all there, watch in. film, buy in, and yeah, understand right. going through progressions, right? Yeah. And so all yes. of a sudden, when you get to when you get to big boy football, and everybody yeah. can run, now now different. you get exposed. Where that's the film. thing with with Kyrie is as talented as he is, his there's a deficit there in terms of 
He didn't play a yeah. whole year at Duke, so he didn't really understand how to defend the ball. The concepts. He, the concepts. Yes. Yes. And yeah. then and then he never he, he didn't understand how to lead because Le, though LeBron leads in a different way than other guys, like he yeah. never kind of got. He, there was just all this kind of interrupted growth, right? Yeah. Where yeah, yeah, um, the injury in college and yeah, yeah, I see that. <clears throat> All right, let's get to this. Totally let's get that. to this year's NBA draft. This is where I yeah, I, I love having sure. you on. Um, yeah. Do you take Zion number one without blinking? Say that again. Do you take Zion number one where? Without blinking, like because I know you're a huge Ja Morant guy. Are you so brazen? Like it's not going to happen. But if right. you know, just the dollars and cents of it with Zion Williamson filling seats and the. But if just from a from a pure. Um, analysis standpoint, would you yeah. take Ja ahead of Zion? Yes, yes, I will. Just from basketball standpoint, not not including all ticket sales and marketability. I'm speaking from a basketball standpoint, from basketball eyes. I just think the point guard. I, I've said this before. The point guards are like quarterbacks. You 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 can't stabilize your franchise without a guy that throws touchdown passes. John Morant throws touchdown passes. And um, I think Zion Williamson is more – I know I'm, we're talking football. We're both football guys. No, I think okay. Zion is more like the Jadavian Clowney, you know, like the, the, the Miles Garrett, like the pass rusher, you know, the, the guy that can rush, that can put his hand in the dirt and pass rush so he can stand up in the 3-4. I, I think I, that's what I think Zion is. So it's basically are you going to pick the pass rusher that's maybe capable of getting 18 sacks or do you draft a quarterback that's possible – of being Peyton Manning. That's how, that's how I look at it in football terms. So I like John Morant better from a basketball standpoint in regards to the ball is going to be in his hands. Zion is more, his success is going to be predicated on what other people do for him, the lobs he has to catch, putting him in position to score. John's going to create his own opportunities. He's going to make his own playground. So that's just, maybe that's just a point guard in me, but that's just kind of how I see the game. I love the I love the quarterback analogy. Um, the the one the 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 thing I I do think Zion brings and mm-hmm. is a hard one is I I think he's the everyone in the league has been looking for the next Draymond right Yes, you want yeah. the next yeah. Harden and Curry and dominant yeah. ball handler and uh, but I do think those guys tend to come along more than another Draymond. And by Draymond, I mean, can you guard? I know you do, but can you guard one through five? He can. Can you handle the ball and make plays and initiate an offense? I think he can. And then can you score down the post? And I I think he's actually way further along, maybe even now, than Draymond now. Like, Draymond doesn't really score down there at all. No, he's not a post guy. Yeah, he's not a post guy. yeah, and he is. and and I, I I I so I I get it like I get it in terms of uh, you know the usage rate of John ja Morant yeah. and R J Barrett is yeah. going to be if if on a bad team is going to be super high and so their right. numbers should should reflect not just scoring but assist and and you're going to run yeah. your offense through them yeah but I I do think that Zion is there's a little bit of unicorn to him in that yeah, he can is. help you at both ends. And with the right team, he he may be he may be as or more valuable piece, even if the numbers don't reflect as such. 
I understand that totally. He and I and I like Zion. I, I do. I just think there's a, there's a magnetism about him, and he has some intangibles that you can't teach. He's a great teammate. He's a great help defender. Obviously, he's a, a superb athlete, and he does. But you know, with Draymond, you know, he doesn't have Draymond's IQ. You know, uh, he doesn't have that feel for the game yet. But I think that's something that he can grow into if you put the right guys around him. All right, let's let's start to work our way down the first round of, of the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we were we were all told RJ was the guy coming into the year. Yeah, and now we're all told. Well, see, the problem was the spacing of college basketball. They didn't have <laughs> enough shooting with Duke, and yeah. uh, RJ's season didn't look as good as it could have because of the sport, because of the supporting cast, and yeah. Everyone in New York is convinced you absolutely take R.J. Barrett third. Mm-hmm. I see him as a bit mechanical. Um, mm-hmm. I also think, and here's my, my biggest issue with R.J., and like, look, if they're not going to get Kyrie, I guess it doesn't, it doesn't matter, but mm-hmm. if he's not, he doesn't have the ball in his hands playing downhill. With what is he butt, doing? Like, what is he doing? Yeah. And yeah. in order to do that, you got to be... You got to be Trey Young skill, or yeah. as a rookie, yeah. or you got to be, um, you know, I'm, are you eventually James Harden? Are you eventually Russell Westbrook? Are you eventually Steph Curry? Yeah. And I, I'm not willing to put that stamp. You, you evaluated him a ton. Yeah. What do you think of RJ? I, I, I think the first of all, I want to talk about the the, the mentality that he has. I think he's, I think he's the most competitive kid in the draft. Um, alongside Nasir Little. I just think that R.J. possesses a dog in him because usually guys, and, and Doug, we, we know this, we're hoopers, but you know usually guys that have a lot of dog in them, Doug, don't have a lot of skill because they have to make up in those areas. You know, I, I play with a lot of guys. It's like he can't really dribble that well, but he's a dog. He can't really run that fast, but he's a dog. He doesn't really shoot it that well, but he's a dog. And I think RJ falls under that definition. Um, and I think he's a nosedive scorer. He's just straight down the line. Mm-hmm. He's great in transition. He's, he's great uh, initiating contact. But when the ball's not in his hands, I don't see enough skill level where he can help a team in regards to can he stand in the corner and make some three-point shots because that's the way the game is. I see him more – being a better defensive player than what we've given him credit for. And my right. NBA comparison, and a lot of people don't like this, and, and they've been mad at me, but I said that he, was, he, he reminds me of Kelly Oubre, and that wasn't a slight to him. It's just what I see him turning into in the NBA, a 3-and-D a, a, a guy that can slash and get out in transition and be a 17-point scorer in the league. I don't see him... Averaging twenty six, he's not dynamic enough for that. So, if you don't do R.J. Barrett, who what would you do? Um, if I'm the Knicks, mm-hmm. oof, I'm probably I would try to trade that pick. Um. Okay, so like let's I, let's let's take the Knicks out of it. Okay. Who would be what prospect would you think is a better Cam prospect? Cam Reddish. Love Cam Reddish. This is let's let's get into this discussion because this hasn't been had by anybody else. <laughs> I know you. I know you, you. You see him. You see Tracy McGrady, right? I see some Tracy McGrady in him, Doug. 
I do. Maybe okay. I'm crazy, I but personally, that's what I, see. I personally came in and I I was like, man, I love Cam Reddish. I've mm-hmm. had people who talk to me say, don't. There's there's something about personality wise. They say like, yeah, he plays basketball, but he ain't. Yeah, he, he doesn't. Uh, yeah. it's, well, I don't know if it's love the game. There's a there's a there's again. These are reputation wise. There's a sense yeah. of a lack of toughness. Um, there's a there's a a bit of an in, uh, an entitled. Um, yeah. Uh, pe- people think he's a little bit entitled. Like he's a guy who, when he pops out of the car and walks into the gym, you're like, "Damn!" You know, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Like who is that? Right, two hundred eleven yeah. pounds, yeah. seven Six foot nine. one wingspan, yeah. eight nine standing yeah. reach. Blah yeah, blah blah. Man. But but yeah. they don't they don't love him in the NBA. They they just think there's so many highs and so many lows. There's some pout to him. And that he's a guy who, in an empty gym, looks a whole lot better when, than when there's nine guys on the floor. Now, you know who you just described to me? Who? You just described Randy Moss to me. That's who you described in football terms. I believe Cam Reddish is the Randy Moss of this draft. You, you, it's, a lot of his red flags are narrative-based. All the things that you said is the, it's the narrative that's been created around this kid. But he has all the natural physical gifts to be really great. So as a, as a GM of an organization, I can't pass on a guy like that. If I whiff on this one, Doug, I just whiff on it because what you said still makes me want to draft him. It still makes me want to draft him. Like this is a, a kid that could possibly be Tracy McGrady or he can be Joe Johnson. And I got a swing at that one. And if I whiff, hey, man, look, the tape told me this. This is what I saw. And this is what his capabilities. All right, he turned into Joe Johnson. Okay, no problem. So that's, that's kind of how I look at Cam Reddish. I just think that there's some prospects you have to swing the bat. And this is the prospect where you swing the bat. Period. That's how I look at Cam Reddish. You love Nasir Little. And I guess the mm-hmm. problem with Nasir Little is um, there's just not there's just not that much there there, right? I see what you're saying. Uh, I understand what you're saying. In terms of like, I don't know what he trans. Like, do I think he will? Mm-hmm. He's got dog in him and he'll compete. Yeah, of course, I do. Of course, um, of course. But I I think he was able to get away with things at a lower level because. He was just bigger, stronger, more athletic, and the the skills that. not there, the basketball intellect's not there, and mm-hmm. I mean he's six four, and so I don't, and so I don't know what he is. Why do you have a greater affinity for Nasir Little than mm-hmm. some people? Well, he's bigger than six four. Let me tell you that. Well, he's, he's about six seven, six six and a half. I watched Nasir in high school when he was here in Orlando, and I and. I always liked his motor. I call him not. I call him the engine because he never stops. I, I believe Nasir is one of those players that, when he's put into the right situation, I think he flourishes. I don't think he's going to be a a first option or second option guy. I think he's he falls under that like the the Chris Middleton type role. Like I mean, and I know Chris Middleton really stepped it up this year, but the guys that the the the, the third options to teams that 
lockdown defender, that athlete that, that finishes plays, I think that's why I think the Atlanta Hawks is a perfect place for him at 10 because he won't be asked to do a lot, but he will contribute right away because of the, the engine that he has, the toughness that he has. Um, he's a better, better three-point shooter than what people give him credit for. Um, and the workouts that he's had, he's already worked out for a few teams. Um, the, the, the feedback that I've gotten from NBA teams is that he's a better shooter than what they thought. And I've, I've had NBA people call me and tell me, shot, he really can shoot the ball, so I told you. You know, so I just think that he's going to be a, a contributor you know, I don't. I don't see. Yeah, like, I, uh, I think that's. You know I think that's, that's a great way to put. It. Like, this is how the draft has been told to me. Like you have, yeah, two dudes at the top who people think can be an all star. Mm-hmm. You have a couple of guys in the middle, and somebody is going to be a really good player. And then there's a bunch of guys yeah. that'll play a while in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But but that doesn't mean that they're going to be. They're not going to be great players, but they're not going to be bad players. You just have to. You yeah. have to. You have to change your perspective on it, right? Like the idea that yeah. you're going to get an all-star yeah. in the middle of the first round is, is highly unlikely this year. Uh, correct. And instead highly get unlikely. a guy who fits, who, you know, who helps. And you know what, who just what, what he's going to be. Yes. Who helps. I think Nasir Little is the, he is a safe pick. Like when you draft Nasir Little, whatever team drafts him, sleep well, sleep well at night. Don't say, oh, I think we should have got this guy. Go to bed, get your eight hours of sleep. What um bull bull's interesting. So so here's the Very. bull bull thing, right? So yeah. he's seven two and a quarter with shoes on, seven seven wingspan, nine seven and a half reach. But he Crazy. doesn't totally he's not really a rim protector. But the no, one thing bull, and he's only two hundred and eight pounds. Seven yeah, seven, seven two, two oh eight. Okay? But yeah. he can really shoot. Like he can thump it, <laughs> he can really shoot, and yeah. you know. Whereas other guys get to the NBA and have to learn to shoot, like this dude can actually really shoot the basketball. He can thump it. Yeah. Right. So, uh, what's he, what's his value in the? Like, can he be a starter in the NBA? In your opinion, I don't think he starts as a rookie, but I, I do think if he can stay healthy, see. I, I said this before. I th- I think with uh, Bobo, I think he may be. Sometimes I think you're too tall for the game. The way he plays, like he's seven two, and he's trying to play like he's six one. That's taxing on your legs. Ask Porzingis, uh, Kevin Durant with the calf strain. I just think when you're seven feet and you play like you're six one, you're susceptible to get injured more. And I think that's why he had the foot injury. Um, but I do think that he has some marketable. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Feels Because the, the way the NBA is played with the spacing, I think he's going to be an asset to a team because he can knock down some shots. I, I probably wouldn't take him with the top eight picks, but right after 10, 11, 12 is where I would, I would definitely swing the bat at, at a player like that because of his, you know, he's 7'2". You can't pass up a 7'2 guy that can actually put the ball on the floor, got a little flair to his game, and he can make shots. Brandon Clark's a freak athlete, you know, a guy who grew yeah. up. He's older, yep. transferred, and yep. does he has that motor like you talked about in a Sear Little. He does. He's he got does. a great motor, but yeah. he's a he's a net zero with his you know with his uh, wingspan to his height. Yeah, he got short arms. Yeah, yeah, he's got the T Rex thing going, and he's yeah, only he, again, yeah. and he's only two hundred seven pounds. And yeah. so look, like yeah. I I loved him in college. I just I don't know, like the thing about the everybody talks about like this Draymond. Like dude, Draymond's got crazy long arms. He got long and arms. Crazy basketball IQ. Crazy, and, and, right? So, what, what do you does is Brandon Clark an NBA player? Uh, that's a tough one for me um, because I don't really know what he is. You know, I, I, he's in my top twenty rankings because he's just such a good college player and he's such a freak athlete. I think when you, I think as when when kids are great athletes, but you don't know what to do with them basketball wise, the best mm-hmm. thing you can do for them when they get to the NBA. Is make them defensive stoppers until you figure it out. Yeah, but like, can you be man, a defensive stopper? Can you be a defensive stopper when you don't have long arms? Like, well, he got but six, can, six eight can, and a quarter wingspan. Six eight and a quarter wingspan is not is 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 not going to 
That, that's not going to scare people. No, it's not. But I just think he has terrific, terrific lateral speed. Um, he's a he's a fantastic athlete. I think he doesn't get enough credit for his motor. He can beat you to spots. So, like I said, when you can't figure out what to do with them, the best thing you can do is make them defensive stoppers until you figure it out. And I think that's his best his best suit is like, hey, you know what? Come in here. I need you to guard the toughest guys. When you when you check into the game, I need you to guard Draymond Green. When you check in the game, uh, you know I, I I need you to guard. I need you to harass. James Harden, you're a little taller than him. I, you know, you, you give those type of guys assignments until you up, until they figure out what they're going to be on the offensive side of the ball. And I think he's a question mark offensively, but I think defensively he's just a good rotation guy that, that can fit in. Millions of Americans are getting back to work. CareerBuilder calls it the great rehire. And we want to help you get the best jobs before everyone else. CareerBuilder gives you the competitive edge to get the job you want, at the salary you want, with the benefits you want. We even send job alerts so your perfect job lands right in your inbox. Go to CareerBuilder.com today or get left with whatever jobs are left. Find your next job fast at CareerBuilder.com. Hey, singles. Do you feel like a tourist in your own town? Too busy to enjoy all your city has to offer? Events and Adventures organizes up to 30 unique get-togethers around town each and every month. We do all the work, so you have all the fun. On your schedule, visit places you didn't even know were places and get to know the fellow singles you didn't know you needed in your life. Fall in love with your hometown all over again by joining Events and Adventures. Get started by visiting eventsandadventures.com today. That's eventsandadventures.com. This is the sound of your single life. This is the sound of your single life with events and adventures. This is the sound of your single life with events and adventures. Our members live a single life they love with exciting events every night. Events and Adventures provides an easy, relaxed environment to meet new people and find that someone special. Start enjoying the sounds of your new single life. Get started today at eventsandadventures.com. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Um, I feel like DeAndre Hunter, like we know exactly what he's going to be. Right? He's a like 3D he's, guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a little bit stiff. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. if he's, I don't know if he's, right now he's not a, a true you know, three-point shooter. But, yeah, like he's a rotation guy, maybe a starter on a good team in the NBA, right? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't pop. He doesn't pop on tape. He doesn't, like, if you watch his tape, he's not going to pop. You know, it's just like, okay, good player, you know? Good player, makes, makes the right decisions, knows what he's doing, terrific defender. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Bruce Bowen, you know, um, kind of that type of guy that just, that's going to play hard, going to come to practice, going to be a great locker room guy. So he's a safe, I think he's a safe pick. But I yeah, would that be, does not, doesn't feel like he'll require a ton of maintenance, right? He'll just you right, know, he'll get right. better. It doesn't require the ball a bunch to, to be right. who he can be. Yeah, like well, I'm not going to hide. Like, like, like we talked about R.J. Barrett. Like R.J. Barrett, if he doesn't have the basketball, what is he? 
You know, right. if you never, right. if you don't run any single play for DeAndre Hunter, um, okay. he'll be fine. You know, he'll be fine. Yeah. He'll he'll shoot it when he's open, and if not, he'll move it and he'll rebound it. But there's a, there's a definitely a lower ceiling there than a bunch of these other guys we're talking about. You're right, right. Like I said, DeAndre, like. If we're if we if 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 we're the GM, if I'm the GM, you're a GM of a team, and we're working with the same NBA team, and I, and I say Doug, let's draft him. I'm not going to high five you once we draft him. You know, it's just like uh, we we played it safe on that one, Doug. I think that's the kind of prospect he is. Um, Ty Jerome, does he make it in the league? I do. I I, I think he I think he finds a home. Um, Great so footwork. Slow. I know, but he got great feet. He's slow, but he can get to his spots. Um, he can get to his spots in college, and and kind of like everybody says, Grievous Vasquez. Like okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe. And like yeah. I, I did notice, Grievous Vasquez had a you know he played in the NBA, but it's not like he was a longtime NBA player. You know, yeah. Yeah. he has a neg- so- he has a negative wingspan. You, you a wingspan guy, see. I'm not. Like I'm just telling you what, like, NBA guys, like, I call them up yeah. and, like, I was like, Ty Jerome, like, what do you do with Ty Jerome? Like, man, I'd love to have him on my team, but dude has a negative wingspan, is slow, yeah, yeah, yeah. and got away with, like, shot clock heaves in college because he just shot over smaller guys. Like, yeah, he got short arms. He can't tie his shoes. I get it. But I, I, I negative just think wingspan. He, he, Rashad. I know. Negative like wingspan. wingspan guy. Negative. Yeah. I just I'm think not he, a ne- I'm not a wingspan guy, but when you start going T Rex on me, I'm like, okay, that's a little yeah, different. Yeah, like we, you need help tying your shoes, then yeah, yes, yeah, that's a problem. But no, I just <laughs> think that he I just I just think that you know, I think he's he may go in and out the G League, but I just think that he has some there's some skills there. Let's not let's give the kids some credit. There's some skills there for Jerome. Um there, there's a, a lot of people are going to talk. I want to talk to about RJ Hampton in a second. Okay. Um, but Darius Baisley, you know, yeah, he did this thing where he was going to go to first. He was going to go to Ohio State. Then he's going to go to Syracuse. Yeah, Syracuse. Then he's going yeah. to the G League. Instead, he yeah. he sat out for a year. Um, he's a what he's a great measure. He's a great measurement guy. Great yeah. measurement guy. Yep. Yes. Yes, he is. Can he play? Yes, he is. I, I think he's going to have a little. I, I think that the transition to the NBA is going to be a, a tough one. I, I think, uh, <clears throat> I think training camp for him is going to be a wake up call. You know, like, hey, man, these guys are faster and stronger in person. Um, he kind of gives me that. He kind of gives me a Thaddeus Young feel. Um, a guy that can just kind of uh, more of a utility athlete type dude. So I guess another guy that can probably, you know, be a roster guy um, that I don't think he'll make an impact on the NBA right away. I think it's a guy, this is a more of a, like my D'Angelo Russell scale. I think he's a year three, year four guy. I don't think he comes into the NBA and he's just windmilling on people. And if I'm wrong, I'll totally admit it, but I just don't see him going right into the NBA and he's just catching windmills and, you know, doing. I, I think it's going to be a learning curve for him. Okay, so uh, give me a guy who people aren't talking enough about that you believe is going to be like. I, I, we, I it's been established you're a Cam Reddish guy. Established. <laughs> okay, got it. 
Love it. Yeah. Hashtag talk soon. Okay. <laughs> give me somebody. Give me yeah. somebody a little more off the radar. Like that dude was all everything. Played at Duke. Going to yeah. be a top ten picker. So yeah. Give me okay. somebody who who sure. we're gonna who. Go ahead. Sure. Jalen Hands, UCLA. Jalen Hands, the point guard out of UCLA. I think this kid has some dynamics. He has some NBA qualities about him that I believe that a team can use him, and he'll be a good backup player, but I think eventually he can work himself into a starting lineup down the line. I just like what the kid brings to the table. He's, it, he's fascinating because um, he, is. He, he went to, I don't want to sell out who told me this, but he went to an NBA workout last year. Mm-hmm. And excuse my French, but he was an asshole. Um, he just, mm-hmm. he, he had, he had an arrogance to him. He actually mm-hmm. talked back to the coaches there. Like they were just could not get him out of the building fast enough. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that was the case other places, but he did. There were some people that were like, dude, I just, I'm not a, in jail. And yeah, and I, I, I would have, I thought, you know, look, anybody can be humbled. You have to go back to college. You know, yeah. if you have perspective and it's hard when you're in college to go like, hey, my, my coach got fired. And we were told, yeah. like, look, UCLA, one of the reasons they were bad was they didn't have a point guard and he was their point guard. Right. So but but I, I, I do kind of agree. I'm actually going to agree with you here. I don't think he'll ever be a starter. Uh, he might. I could be wrong. But I think if put in the right set of circumstances where he's got to buy in defensively and then he just, and then he just has to get into the mindset of like, I'm just going to come in and change the pace of a game. And, and whether it's, you know, whether the, the, there's a Patty Mills and I don't, again, he's not as skilled as Patty was coming out. Right. He doesn't shoot it like Patty, but he doesn't shoot it like that. But he, he has a, he has a Russell Westbrook type of athleticism. Like he has ridiculously athletic. He could be Ridiculous. an outstanding defender. Absolutely. Um, he can pass, but he's not a passer. He Correct. can score. He can shoot, but he's not a shooter. I mean, I, I think it just comes down to can he deal with less touches, less minutes, higher level of, com- uh, of, mm-hmm. uh, of competition, competition. Yeah. And, be, yeah. and be more efficient? If he does so, I think he could be an NBA player for a long time. I but agree, the, yes. But, but there, there also is, like... He's got to have been humbled by, all right, now he's going to the NBA draft. He's probably going to be a second-round pick. Does he yeah. understand that the league is telling the, them him what his role has to be, and does he buy into that? Because everyone you thinks, know. like, yeah, I could do that. If you just tell me I'm going to play 20 minutes and I'm just going to go get buckets and defend my right. ass off, I right. could do that. Right. Then all of a sudden right. you're sitting there for the first 30 minutes, and then you come in and you're playing against better competition. and you got like. But I think the spacing of the NBA should help him. And I think yes. the fact that he doesn't have to truly be a leader because he's not a natural leader, I think that could help him. I, I, I totally agree, Doug. I, I, I think that the, the humbling situation that he had last year, I think he came, I, he came out better. And, and I think he's ready to embrace and kind of claw his way into the NBA. So I think he's prepared himself mentally for that. And I think he's hungry. And he was a kid. And, and, and I, like I said, he's... He has some dynamics about him that you can't teach. He has some speed. He's a good passer. He's great in transition. And what I like about him is he's terrific in passing lanes. So, like you said, I think he can be a great 
defensive point guard. I, he's, I think he's better than Chris Dunn. I think he's better than Chris Dunn. And Chris Dunn went. Uh, I, I don't. He wasn't end. better than Chris Dunn in college defensive. Not in college. Uh, no, no, no. But I think he's. I think he's. I think. And this is no slight to Chris Dunn. It's, this is me talking about how. how no, <laughs> this is me talking about. <laughs> this is me talking about how good I think Jalen Hans could be. I think he's a little better than Chris Dunn. He's a little faster. He's a way. He's a better athlete. Um, I think Chris Dunn is obviously a better defender because he's been in the league. But I just think he fits in that mold. And Chris Dunn. Guys were so high on him coming out of college. No doubt. They, guys were high. I wasn't high on Chris Dunn coming out of college. I was like, oh, I don't know. I was kinda... only from the perspective of, I, did, I, I do think that defending at the point guard position, uh, like, it's just, it's, you have to be so good to be hidden nowadays, right? Like, Correct, he, yeah. And, you, yeah. and he didn't have to be hidden. No, His length, no, we can defend and and he we hadn't necessarily seen the peak of Chris Dunn because of the shoulder the repeated shoulder yeah. injuries early on. Yep. You know. Um, but you're right. Like I w- I was higher on him than I, I should have been. And I wasn't. Yeah. Well, you nailed that one. Nailed yeah, that I wasn't. One. I liked him, but I was like, I didn't like I didn't like the top ten. I'm like, nah. I see him like late twenties, but everybody was like, oh, he's a lottery pick. I'm like, I don't see. I watched the tape. It just didn't jump. But I think Jalen Hands, I think Jalen Hands is a little better than Chris Dunn, and Chris Dunn was a lottery pick. That's just that's just what I see. Yeah, I'm I'm going to disagree with you there, but I, I you know mm-hmm. I, I I think mm-hmm. I think Hands and like look I'm a West Coast guy, so the last thing right. I'm going to do is tell you, say kids from San Diego, you know yeah lack. Yeah. But there there was a, there was an intangible of leadership and toughness and mm-hmm. and lack of a lack of ability to allow your team to lose. Whereas like everybody points to the, the photo, the video of, of Jalen hands, like picking the, uh, who was Moses Brown's chin up. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. yep. But like, I, like that's one moment, right? Like they, they, they lost so many games that they should have and, and did not. Compete. Wasn't a good team though. Doug wasn't a good team. Wasn't well coached. The locker room was a mess. Just a bad Again, situation. But, but how, the, none of that falls on, like, would you allow your team's locker room to fall apart? No. No. Okay. No. no. I, w- I wouldn't. No. But I don't think that we're going to ha- we we should give all to Jalen Hands. I just think no that. No question. I no, listen, think, I, and, I, and that's, it's, it's really important that you point that out. It's a really good point. I'm not putting everything. But there is a, but I'm also not going to put nothing on Jalen Hands. Right? I when, get that. No, I, when, I get when, that. when you go, when I'm in Vegas and I'm watching them play, I'm like, man. What is missing with this team? And right. every yeah, text yeah. and every scout's like, I ain't got no point guard. And I'm like, well, the guy bringing the ball up the court is supposedly an NBA prospect, and he's their point guard. Like, no, nah, they ain't got a point guard. They don't have leadership. And, and you know, they had clearly tuned Alfred out. Well, that's, mm-hmm. th- that you know, somebody's got to be the alpha in the room that says, like, hey, fellas, Correct. like, th- this is, and it, it never it never really turned. I would agree with you. It wasn't a good team, collection of parts of all guys that thought they were NBA players. Yeah. And he's probably just, the only guy that gets drafted. Correct. It was just a bad mix of players and it was just, it wasn't a good mix. That's all. No. No. No, and he's the quarterback, so he, he's gotta put his face he gets the you get to throw darts at his face because he was right, the last quarterback thing, for the team. Last thing, R. J. Hampton, who mm-hmm. um, yeah. Super skilled again, kind of in yeah. the. And I'm not going to compare him to 
R.J. Barrett in terms of his body and his, but it's the idea that's how he plays is the same way R.J. Barrett played coming up with ball in his hands, dominant mm-hmm. ball handler. Um, yeah. What do you think of the decision to go to New Zealand? Um, <clears throat> well, from the standpoint of, and I played in Australia, so I mean, it's to, to go to a country where they speak English, they're going to pay you good money. The season is short. The weather is nice. Uh, I, I think that you know it's a no-brainer in that regard. I, I think the I think he'll play well there, and I think that it won't be as strainful on his body. Um, they won't practice up like three like for three hours a day. So I think that's a good decision on his part. Um, the kid is a top ten player. I don't think he really wanted to do the NCAA. Obviously, for whatever reasons he had. And uh, I just think that that's just another avenue. I think he's exercising his rights at the end of the day. That's how I look at it. No, no, I, 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 nobody's disputing his ex- um, I just from let's, let's just take it from a basketball and lifestyle okay. perspective. Like, I love the idea yeah. of New Zealand. Sounds like yeah. a great culture. Um, it is. And I do like the idea of playing against older guys. And what no one's willing to say is, like, look, he couldn't go to Spain or Italy or Turkey or Russia, because those teams wouldn't play him. They want to win, and you're not going to win with an 18-year-old kid. So this right. is a le- level of competition which is low enough, and a team that's not competing for a championship where he's going to like he's only going to go there if he's promised he's going to play 30 minutes a game, which is great. Play against older guys. Right. Um, my issue with it, my my issue with it is like, I just don't see how that absolutely prepares you better for the NBA. And in addition to which, like, I understand that. I see what you're, and, I see what you're like, saying. Though. Like he was, say he went to Kansas. Okay. Right. And we operate Ooh. in this. I think, I think some of the use media operates. School. Huh? I said, use another school. But yeah, I know what you're why, saying. Why, why use another school? Well, I just, Kansas. I just think that that's just, they, they struggle with shooting guards. Quentin Grimes is already transferring out of there. He's supposed to be a top 10 pick a year ago. Yeah, but Quentin Grimes wasn't any good. They don't struggle yeah, with shooting guards. They struggle with guys that aren't that good. He just wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, That's he, all. Quinn, he, he Quinn Grimes, like, he, you ask those guys to be like, well. He, he didn't play well. He, he, I agree. He didn't play he well. He just wasn't that good. They, they never, like, there was a kid, the, um, uh, Agbaji was, was supposed to redshirt. He's a shooting guard. He was fine. He was just better. He, he, he just worked yeah. and was better and was tougher and was smarter and, and beat him out. That's really what happened. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I agree. How about if you're not that good? Then if you're not that good in your heart, don't go to Kansas. That's what I. Okay, I got you. But 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 my, my the the we we operate in this this world like not you and I, but um, yeah, I understand media, social media, and fans especially where they like well the coaches and I do agree the coaches should get more time around their guys. Okay, but if you've ever been to Kansas, I want you to think about this. For they have okay. a dorm right next to their gym. Okay, mm-hmm. and the yeah. dorm has a three-quarter court basketball court in it. So there is literally not a moment in the day you can't go get shots. They have a chef in the dorm. They have a chef in the dorm. Whenever they're hungry, call them up. Let's eat. Wow. Okay? Wow. They can walk over. They can walk over, and then they have a practice facility, which is as good as any any NBA practice facility. Mm -hmm. They have a strength coach, and she's as good as anybody who does it. Look at the bodies that they've produced. You know, the Mm -hmm. improvement of guys have gone there. And then true, you get true. a chance to play for a guy that's going to make you better, going to make you tougher. And oh yeah, by the Great way, coach. he lets dudes he lets dudes play. Like he's not Let a he he's not right. He doesn't they they don't try and go get you know blood out of a rock. 
Um, no, I got it. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, that's and, true. And that's you get true. a chance. And, and then there's the ancillary benefits of being a part of one of the great basketball cultures and histories cultures. and traditions and playing. Mm-hmm. How is playing 30 games, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe yeah. 40 games against men, but missing out mm-hmm. on the training aspect. I got yep. um, How, in, in your opinion, like if it's your yeah. son. What do you yeah. think is better? Ooh. And look, you can even point out, if you want to point out that Kansas hasn't developed shooting guards from your perspective, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, yeah. um, what's the, yeah. Ben McLemore, right? Like, yeah, Ben McLemore, yeah. He uh, hasn't had a good NBA career, but it wasn't like going to Kansas hurt his draft stock, but okay. True, um, true. So yeah. if, even if you hold that, if you have a son, mm-hmm. what's, mm-hmm. A better, what's, a, what's a better um, option in your opinion? I, I, I probably will send my son to college. I'm a I'm, I'm a I'm a NCAA guy, um, so I would send my son to college because I just think that there's things that outside of basketball that you get as a person in college that you can't get anywhere else. Agreed. Um, so it's just the it's just the, the the overall. Let's just talk about. I don't want to sound corny here, but this is real because I mean my my oldest daughter's going to college next year. Is is I <clears throat> I'm about education. So at the end of the day, you can't trade that education in for nothing. You have to be able to get your education. And I'm big on that. So I would send my son to school and say, look, man, you're going to go, even if you're one and done, you're going to get this one year of education. You're going to take some good classes. And when you get drafted, you're still going to graduate college because you're always one play away from never playing again. So that's me, the parent talking, you know. So Well, there's also the, it's interesting, you know, he said, he said, my, look, my parents both have college degrees. His mom has That's an advanced great. degree. And, and he said education is important. And I can always go back for that. Now, I would point out, and it's really important for people to understand, like in college, you actually can go, when you go that one and done route, you can go back anytime you want. And you're mm-hmm. on scholarship anytime you want. Whereas doing it on, doing it on your own is, is, is far, far more difficult in terms of just getting into school and deciding what you can do. But whatever. But I thought the other parts that you were starting to point out, which are really like, there is something to you grow up in Dallas and you go to Lawrence, Kansas. And so you're in the States and you're away from home, but you're not you're not an adult yet. You have this you're around 18 to 22 year olds. And like you kind of got to figure out socially how to get along. Right. And I just I, I I think that's better and healthier you do, it's not just like what you learn in class per se may not prepare you for your NBA future. And maybe that's a, a, another step that colleges should take is like, hey, should there be a pre-professional degree where you can learn about, you know, uh, taxes and balancing your checkbook and investments and all the things it takes when you, you're basically, you're, you are your own LLC. Yeah, um, correct. B- but there, there's the there, there's a lot of education that goes on that's not inside of a book that you can only get when you're on a college campus, and anybody who's at college kind of knows this. And I actually Absolutely. think like the scholarship thing is kind of perfect because could you pay a kid more money? Like I guess you could, but what's what's yeah. the real what's the point? Like there's no if you give a kid five thousand dollars, he's going to want ten. If you give a kid ten thousand dollars, he's going to want twenty. Like there's no. And the point right. is now they sure. have enough. They never have, like, you go to Kansas, you get cost of attendance, you have money in your pocket. It's not like your parents don't have the ability to send you, send you, some, send you a hundred bucks or a couple hundred bucks. Like, you're fine. 
fine. You get five, six thousand dollars a year with the cost of attendance, plus the, the scholarship you already grant. get. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And and you already well, he wouldn't get a Pell, obviously. But anyway, the point is, you have you got a little money, but you also have to learn to budget that. Right. You have to learn like, all right, this is how much I got. This is how long I have it. And I got to figure out how do I how do I make this work? Like that's, a, again, another part of the education of being away that we just like we just completely diminish. And I, I disagree with it, even though I've and I've seen so many. And yes, you are. It's not just your one play away, but like, all right, maybe he is a top 10 pick and mm-hmm. maybe he has a bunch of money. But he gets yeah. done playing, and let's say he gets done playing at 30 years old. He doesn't have the NBA career he want to, will want to have, right? Yeah, and then, yeah you, you need you that got, You, need you got that 70 man. more years to live, and you, yeah. you skipped over part of your life that's fun and also yeah. like an Very educational fun. experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, there's, there's different cases, but if it was me personally with my son, like, man, go to college, do your year. Get your education. It's going to be an experience that you're going to love. Trust me. Dad's been there. You will love it. And then we'll, we'll get to the NBA when it's our turn. That will be my, that will be my. But I don't knock RJ's and uh, his family's decision. Um, I, I support it because I, I kind of understand what they're doing. I understand both sides. Yep. And um, I, 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 I wish nothing but the best for him. And I think he's going to be terrific over there in Australia. They're going to love him in New Zealand. Look, I, I, I would agree with you in terms of it seems like they put a lot of thought into it. And yeah. to that part, and they understand the pitfalls of it. They understand yeah. that they have, there's a reason they're doing it. I disagree with it, but my issue with yeah. it is, like, dude, don't string schools along when you signed a contract a month ago. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. no one's mm-hmm. going to – like, all these coaches, every, we, we make them out like they're, they're these unreasonable dudes. Like, hey, you picked up the phone and called Penny or called Bill Self – when you sign the contract and go, Hey, I'm going to do they'll this thing in New it. Zealand. They'd be like, all right, good luck. Right. On to the next guy. But when you, yeah, you know, when we have to hold a scholarship for you, you know, have campus visits, continue to recruit yeah. you, put in that time and effort. I, I don't, I don't think that's a, and again, I don't necessarily put it on him. That's more on his parents. Once you sign that contract, your parents need to go like, Hey, pick up the phone, call those coaches, thank yeah, them for yeah, what yeah. they've done and move on. Yeah. Yeah. I think you win some and you lose some. I think, yeah. Yep. On both sides. Hey man, I appreciate your time. You know I love your work. And for people who uh, want to follow same you, here. for people who want to follow you and get more stuff from Rashad Phillips, how can they do so? Uh, you can reach me at uh, on Twitter rp three natural, and you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Sports Talk twenty three nineteen, and you can find me on Instagram Rashad Phillips twenty three nineteen. Twenty three nineteen is the number of points that he scored as a star at uh, the University of Detroit Mercy. Do I go Detroit Mercy or do I go Detroit? Either, either works. Either works. All right. Hey, man, love your time. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate you, Doug. Talk soon. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. That's Rashad Phillips and... Uh, Look, to, to echo his thoughts, and we don't agree on every player, obviously, uh, but it's great for a guy who's so invested in the sport to discuss all the guys in the sport. Um, <clears throat> my lasting thoughts on the NBA Finals are this. I think Steph's amazing. Um, obviously, if they don't have Clay and they don't have KD, they're not winning this series. It would be incredibly competitive 
to watch and and compelling to watch them um to to watch them compete the two of them without KD and remember like this a little bit like when they lost Andrew Bogut going back to when they lost to the the Cavs was that in 2016 like let's not underestimate losing your best rim protecting big guy who is coming into his own and replacing him with DeMarcus Cousins, who I don't know if I'll ever be back to what he was, and I don't even know if what he was fits in what the Warriors are, but he's not even there yet, you know? And then you have a hobbled Andre Godala. Just the, the question to me is, can they break out the ultimate weapon? And can KD come back, and can he play? If he plays, they win. If he doesn't, oh, it's going to be a dogfight. Um, and then, you know, I, I thought the Raptors had to extend themselves a great deal in order to win that game, more so than they thought to win that game, but so too did Steph Curry. Like, does Steph Curry, when KD comes back, is he out of gas? Because to, to take on that burden for the last three games, uh, frankly, the last seven games, but the last three games, especially, and yesterday, to take on that burden, a double team everywhere you go, getting banged, getting battered, and I know the game is not as physical as it used to be, but... Uh, that's a that's a lot like yes to to echo Rashad's points and I think it's more because of the three-pointer but his points do seem more devastating you come down you got three guys on him and he goes through his legs behind his back and jumps up and makes a shot and like you're like oh god what happened what happened like all of that is great but it, it also there's a there's a lot of energy expended by him and that energy can uh can can wear thin like you can kind of run out of gas by doing it because you had to put so much into it Um, and then i also pointed out and this is kind of one of the lost discussions on analytics is that so oftentimes we take the effective field goal percentage and we use that calculation and say hey look if you make this number of threes it actually drives up your field goal percentage number of possessions for the other team on long carom rebounds you know, you come down and you go one on three, you jump up, you miss that three point shot and the team gets it. And because everybody else is hunting an offensive rebound, you give up an easy transition basket. Uh, one there, you know, that's an easy shot for them. They don't expend a ton of energy. And there is a certain deflating aspect to it from your own team when your own star isn't hitting and he's casting up these big shots. So. It, this is this is fun because it's almost it feels like it's going to be three different series in one, right? There's the first part of the series and potentially game four when you don't have KD but you have Clay and you have Steph. Then you have the Steph kind of trying to do it on his own, and then maybe you get all three back together for if not four, five, six, and potentially seven. You know, n- now it's you, you start to see kind of how it all the reason that it's been relatively unbeatable and then there's this last part of the discussion and and this part i'm torn andre godala because he has played so well in so many big spots for the warriors has now entered this conversation of being a hall of famer and we've always operated in the media under the idea that draymond green is a hall of famer and i guess my question is this like if you're really a hall of famer you're draymond green and what should be the athletic prime of your career and you don't have Clay and you don't have KD. And we're told by some, hey, the reason he doesn't score as much is because those other that's not what he has to do on their team. 
but but you're you're still a guy that no one guards. You're still a guy that they dare to shoot, right? So on, on one hand, I look at last night and I'm like, if they're Hall of Famers, shouldn't they have more impact? Even with Andre Godala banged up at this age in his career. On the other hand, would I rather have Andre Godala on my team or Tracy McGrady on my team? I'd rather have Andre Godala. Would I rather have Draymond Green or uh I mean, in many ways, I, I, I guess I'd rather have him than Reggie Miller, who made, he was only third team all NBA once. So would, would I ra- who would I rather have? Because one guy feels like helps me win more in Draymond and Iguodala. And even though another guy is a far more effective dominant scorer in Tracy McGrady, but he never won. Didn't get out of the first round of the playoffs. And until he's with the Spurs late, whatever, that doesn't really count. Or, or Reggie Miller. That's a hard one, but I would, I, I tend to believe that if you are in fact a hall of famer and other guys go down and when called upon, you should be able to pick up the load. And last night was game three. Those two were incapable of picking up the load and it was Steph versus the world, right? So do I think they'll get in? I, Draymond will get into the hall of fame. Uh, Iguodala feels like prisoner of the moment, right? We're gonna, and I know that he was in, I think he was an all-star once when he was with Philadelphia. But like the point is, like when he was with Philadelphia, they were basically a 500 team when he scored all those points. As he evolved in his career and became more of a Swiss Army knife, n- now he was a lot more effective on better teams, but all of a sudden now he's a Hall of Famer? Like th- that, that feels like a, a definite leap. I think he's brilliant. I think he's incredibly competitive. He has competitive greatness. I think he's a big part of why they've won championships. But that doesn't necessarily... Like, what's the reward for that? Three championship rings, potentially four, maybe even more, and a lot of money. But Hall of Fame, I, I thought that was held for, you know, the five best guys in the sport over a couple of year period you, you got in, you know? And over the lifetime of your career, if you're a perennial all-star, always in that discussion of one of the best players in your position in the sport, that's the way you get in. So listen, you can listen to the Doug Gottlieb Show every day, 3 to 6 Eastern Time, 12 to 3 Pacific. Uh, you can download the podcast as well, wherever you download this podcast. In the meantime, I appreciate you listening. I hope you enjoyed the prep for the NBA draft, the discussion on the NBA Finals. Keep it tuned right here for the next edition of All Ball. I'm Doug Gottlieb. CareerBuilder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job. The skills you bring to work. And CareerBuilder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits. Jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes. And CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. Hey, singles. Do you feel like a tourist in your own town? Too busy to enjoy all your city has to offer? Events and Adventures organizes up to 30 unique get-togethers around town each and every month. We do all the work so you have all the fun on your schedule. 
Visit places you didn't even know were places and get to know the fellow singles you didn't know you needed in your life. Fall in love with your hometown all over again by joining Events and Adventures. Get started by visiting eventsandadventures.com today. That's eventsandadventures.com. Millions of Americans are getting back to work. CareerBuilder calls it the great rehire. And we want to help you get the best jobs before everyone else. CareerBuilder gives you the competitive edge to get the job you want, at the salary you want, with the benefits you want. We even send job alerts so your perfect job lands right in your inbox. Go to careerbuilder.com today or get left with whatever jobs are left. Find your next job fast at careerbuilder.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.